Kid News fans, are you looking for your next new adventure? There's a brand new podcast out now we think you and your family are going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. Here's a preview. From the creators of Who Smarted Starglow Media comes a podcast full of mystery, adventure, time travel and riddles, and secret math. Get ready to listen, laugh, and learn with Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Good morning and welcome to Kid News. I'm Tori. It's Thursday, January 30th, 2020, and we begin with NASA pulling the space plug on one of its tried and true eyes in the sky. Sometime today, ground controllers in Cape Canaveral will put the Spitzer telescope into something called permanent hibernation, which basically means a floating forced retirement. Spitzer was only supposed to last about five years when it launched back in 2003. Instead, it tripled its lifespan and, while scanning the skies with an infrared camera, took spectacular pictures of the star-forming region known as the Tarantula Nebula, discovered a huge, nearly invisible ring around Saturn, as well as seven Earth-sized planets, and was instrumental in at least 9,000 scientific studies. Four months ago, 13-year-old Logan Rad was in a Florida emergency room getting stitched up after a shark took a few nibbles of his foot. While that kind of brush with nature might keep many of us out of the water, that wasn't the case with Logan. This week, he captured top honors in the under-14 division of a major surfing competition. The homeschooled seventh grader admits he still gets a little spooked if he sees a shark, but otherwise he says he's fully recovered from the bites, which required 19 stitches. His coach says Logan is an up-and-coming amateur star, and his mom says just in the past year he's grown four inches and put on 20 pounds, allowing him to hang 10 even better. No, the coronavirus that's been in the news lately doesn't have anything to do with Corona beer. It seems like that should be obvious, but judging by the dramatic spike in Google searches for beer virus, it's not. The World Health Organization, meantime, continues to monitor the spread of cases around the globe and has yet to decide whether to declare a health emergency. Many businesses aren't taking chances. With 99% of cases confined to China, Starbucks has decided to close half its stores there, while American Airlines, Delta, United, and British Airways are all restricting flights to and from that country. A Minnesota woman's kind-hearted efforts is spreading a lot of warmth during these cold winter months. Michelle Christensen started a scarf-bombing movement in her community last year, which basically means she collects donations of scarves and then wraps them around trees and railings in parks all over the Minneapolis area so anyone who needs one can help themselves. Initially, about 40 volunteers helped her distribute thousands of scarves. This year, the scarf bombing movement has grown to include hats, gloves, and even winter coats. This Sunday is Groundhog Day, and according to legend, if a groundhog sees his shadow, there'll be six more weeks of winter. Since 1886, the Pennsylvania town of Puxatawney has held a big ceremony every February 2nd where a furry forecaster, dubbed Puxatawney Phil, is grabbed by a man in old-fashioned attire, raised overhead before a large crowd, and the groundhog's weather prediction is announced. However, one group is hoping to end this tradition. PETA, which stands for People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, is calling on the Puxatawney Groundhog Club to replace the live rodent with a robotic groundhog. 
that could use artificial intelligence to predict the arrival of spring. No response yet from the club or the groundhog. That's it for Kid News. Now, the Kid News Quiz. What's the name of the spacecraft that NASA is retiring today? The Spitzer Telescope. How is a Minnesota woman helping keep her community warm this winter? She started a scarf bombing movement, leaving scarves, mittens, and coats around local parks. A Florida boy recently bitten by a shark just went on to do what? Win a surfing competition. Does the coronavirus have anything to do with Corona beer? No, it does not. And one for the road. Turning 100 years old this year, the Jungle Gym. Sebastian Hinton of Illinois filed the patent for his invention in 1920 and described it at the time as a climbing apparatus that would allow kids to play like monkeys in a jungle. Today, the Jungle Gym and its many variations are one of the most common and most popular structures in playgrounds around the world. Before we go, we'd like to give a Kid News shout-out to Mrs. Rogers' fourth-grade class at Gallup School in Ledyard, Ms. Margario's fourth-grade class at Jerseyville East Elementary, and Mrs. Jensen's fifth-grade class at Helen Keller Elementary in Franklin. Thanks for listening. We hope you tune in for more Kid News tomorrow morning. <laughs>